What's going on, Miles? Uh, not much. Just f- feeling a bit down. Yeah, because you because you're not playing Legendary Tales. Is that why? And that and and also I I got something I need to tell everyone, which was last Friday I uh, told a horrible, horrible untruth, and I'd like to apologize on behalf of Without Parole, of which um, you know I'm here representing, and we always like to report accurately things. Um, it was brought to my attention while doing the Sunday multiplayer of D-Day Enhanced that someone had in fact achieved the Platinum Trophy before me. And so obviously I did my due diligence and checked it out because on last week's show I said I, I was the first to get it. And it turned out I'd not only been beaten <laughs> by one person, but by four people. And so um, i just like to um, retract my statement from last week and, and ask that people respect me. Well, you know whose fault. This you know whose you know whose fault this is. It's mine. I'm blaming Reggie. That platinum <laughs> trophy shouldn't be so goddamn easy to get. It should 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 have taken hours of grinding. Uh, no, it did. No, it, <laughs> <laughs> then I take it back. Uh, yeah, it's your fault. You're slacking off. Stop that shit. Uh, all right, apologies out of the way. Can we, can we can we move forward with with the actual show now? I hope so. I uh, hope so. Let's do it. This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Tuesday, Friday, right here on YouTube. We do it live 6 p.m. Eastern for your viewing pleasure. Friday. Two wise Friday. That's right. Uh, we also care about your... We might uh, have to work on that jingle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was good, though. I liked it. I mean, I mean, Friday. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't think we need. Uh, I don't think it needs any work. Friday, Friday, Friday. Yeah, it's, it's going to be better than that. Uh, no, we're going to get a copyright strike now. Damn it! Because because I was like pitch perfect, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, was that you singing it? I f- Sorry, I was sure listening right. to it. Okay. Pretty crazy. Um, guys, we also care about your oral pleasure. That's why our good friend Rob Pop puts this thing up on podcast services of your choice and. If being here live is just too goddamn much for you, we understand. Uh, you guys just want to tune in for one topic or another topic. Well, that's what our good friend, Rody the Game Cat. It's going to be hard not saying sci-fi game cat Henry anymore. Yeah. Uh, he puts timestamps into the show after the fact. So thank you very much for everyone who helps out. Uh, Danorama Pajama with the level three membership says whoop whoop is the sound of the police that's fucking right and the sound of that british accent to my right you're right it's miles dyer from youtube.com slash miles hey brian hey game cats hope you are doing well we i mean it's reflected by the title of this live stream but my goodness it's been quite an action-packed week with psvr2 games where are the games brian where are the games i don't know i'm trying to fix your i'm trying to fix your camera (laughs) thing going on here so don't no worries. Hold on no worries. Um, That's but also, bit. although we've had the release of um, many games, we've also had... <laughs> this wasn't planned to mention on the show, but I'm just going to say it. We've had two games, if you can call them that, leave the PlayStation Store as well. So if any of you have been scrambling <laughs> to play Chris Payne Hero mm-hmm. VR or Run or Die VR, uh, then they've been delisted. So um, and, and whose fault would that be, Miles? Whose fault would that be? Uh, 
Midnight Works, the developers. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Oh, I, 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 I feel like the real culprit is right here <laughs> in our presence. Maybe in my presence. Yeah, the short story is um, I was so annoyed with, well, both of them, but run or die, you can't even get past the third level because there was a broken mechanic, and so I reported it to Sony, and Sony, out of an act of goodwill, as they called it, um, they uh, refunded me for both games, and then when I checked on the store, they'd both been removed. So um, genuinely, we we have this conversation um, every few weeks because people were asking about the games, uh, and it's something I take seriously, which is, um, you know, we're trying to make the case for VR, um, there are people that buy PSVR 2 that don't watch shows and, you know, will go on the stores and that. And it's important that we maintain a, a healthy ecosystem, both in terms of the content that is on there and also the communities and the devs. And, uh, you know, fortunately, we've had some amazing games uh, released lately. Uh, Legendary Tales. I know we're not going to talk about at length for the show. You've covered it a lot this week. But I was so excited for the launch to see everyone get to jump in and, and play it and... Uh, the fact that there seems to be a pretty unanimous positive approach uh, response from you know reviewers uh, right across the board and also the community as well um especially when it was a um a game at you know a premium price um it's just amazing to see and uh right now all i'm thinking about is um obviously doing a good show today but also jumping back in and playing some more <laughs> cares about that um, no, dude, I'm 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 super happy to hear that everybody's been enjoying Legendary Tales because there's always this worry. Uh, you and I have talked about this a lot. Um, that you know we, we we go in, we have a certain experience, we are loving, and we're talking about how much we love it. Uh, I put out a review that's insanely positive, and then like you just cross your fingers that everyone else is having the same experience. Like the last thing you want to do is like mislead someone or misguide someone or or make them you know like give them any reason to 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 doubt uh, you, you know anything that we ever say, and so there was there was a pretty big update that happened with the game like when after between the end between my review being finished and uh and it being in launching on the playstation store and we've seen this happen before where like shit goes horribly wrong like horribly wrong and we're like uh it wasn't like this when we played it and then it's just like you know it sucks and, we, and i always feel bad um but and it's and it's, it's it's an impressive update like there have been a lot of subtle changes but actually having played a lot of it since the update there have been some big surprises in there that i'm like was this in here last time or did i completely miss it and there's a couple that i'm pretty sure i didn't miss last time that i couldn't stop smiling like it's it's great it's great what they've done um and so yeah um magical magical it's fantastic uh, very, uh, very happy that everyone's finally playing Legendary Tales and the stories I'm hearing from everybody, uh, over like, yeah, again, very, all very much, uh, very positive. Um, yeah, but, but also, you know, we're hearing things, uh, that like, oh man, ho hopefully the developers are listening to everybody because there's little things like trying to find your friends to play with, like the friends tab, is that just broken entirely? Cause I click on the global tab and see all the multiplayer games and it's just endless yeah. amounts of people playing globally that's on pc vr that's on P playstation vr too and then i click over the friends tab and it's like fucking desolate there's no one on it and i'm like well wait a minute i know my friends are playing right now like i want i was gonna hop into a bunch of games last night and just be like hey how's everybody you know play for a little bit with each person and i couldn't find any of my friends so um yeah yeah yeah, it, yeah it, it, it's tough with that um so i'd recommend like i i tend to do this when there's a vr game i'm playing that i'm spending a lot of time in and when it's 
been created by devs who are very engaging with the community. So I think of like Barbaria. Um, I'm not going to list all the games I can figure off off the top of my head about it, but um, but it's the case with Legendary Tales as well. But I do keep my phone on me so that as I'm playing a game, if there are things that I think, oh, they should just tweak that, then I um, just get out my little note thing in, on, on my phone and just note it. And just I would just say to everyone that if you're really loving this game and there's ever something you're like, oh, I just wish they changed that, just make a note of it because um, the devs are very um, active in our Discord, link in the description below, in the Legendary Tale channels. Um, and what you were talking about just now was one of them, which was when you're looking at the um, list of um, servers you can join, there should be a filter for public because yeah. you just get a massive wall of locked ones that you can't go into. True. Um, yeah. And there's a lot. There's a, just a lot of hygiene things they could do there. I wish that you were able to swap slots around, like when managing your inventory. There have been some small things they have improved since before the the the, the big update at the end. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I wish there was um, more head haptics in the game, like when you fall from a high height and you hit the floor, just a bit of rumble to make you feel that impact because. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some moments where you do, you know, jump off edges and stuff. Something that I know you and I wish we'd known sooner because there were so many times we'd get to an edge and go, oh, now we've got to go back round <laughs> to get down the ladder. And it was like, oh, no, you could just jump there. Right. Um, the number of times we yeah. saw a massive rope and we're just like, okay, we'll just we'll just go down. We'll just, don't let go. <laughs> please, no. <laughs> like this, this might take a little while. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Jeremy, the NES rookie in the chat with the uh, 5 New Zealand says, my PSVR unit, by the way, Jeremy literally just got a PlayStation VR too. He says my PSVR unit had a lens fault. And so I got it sent back to Sony for repair, back to playing vicariously through you guys uh, again for a while. That always sucks, man. But like, hopefully when it's, when you get it back, it'll be good as new and you won't have to think about that ever again. Mm. Yep. That is annoying. (laughs) Yeah, for real, for real. Um, I wish I knew. I, I I've got two headsets here. I would have sent you one. What I've I've never even plugged in one of them. Um, wait, is that true? Yeah, yep. Yeah, the one that the one that got sent back to me after my repair. I literally have never been plugged in. So hopefully it doesn't have any faults. I guess I should probably check that shit out. <laughs> um, Miles, uh, want to start off with a with a story um, f- uh, over at uh, Eurogamer. Uh, this, this isn't this isn't the most positive story we've ever seen, uh, but over in Eurogamer they had a uh, uh, an article. Here, let me just click the interact button here so we can actually read this thing. Uh, titled "Ubisoft backs away from VR after disappointing Assassin's Creed Nexus sales." Um, <laughs> the quote that they use right on top, uh, the tagline is, "We thought it would sell more." I love the idea that that is done in like the board meeting where they give their final report and they're like, so they, they, they just turn a slide. It's we thought it, it would sell more. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, really, <laughs> really descriptive. Let's <laughs> see. Um, so there's no sales figures as far as we know here. Um, although I heard a rumor, man. I heard a rumor and like I, I, I don't I don't want to start just spouting do it. rumors. But um, but I heard I heard sales figures were like under a hundred thousand, um, and, uh, and 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 if anyone's got proof of that, if anybody can back that up in the chat, uh, let me know. Uh, but it just seems like a really really small number considering every single time quest sales numbers are brought up, it's over, it's always this like overinflated number, right? It's always this thing that like oh there's fifteen million quest two sold. It's like well, 
Meta would have fucking confirmed that shit, right? It's always these analysts who have no idea what they're talking about. Meta would be jumping up and down, screaming that from the ceiling if if uh, if it was true. And so, is so if you have fifty, but let's just say you have fifteen million headsets out there, and one of the biggest IPs came to your headset, uh, and and you weren't even able to clear a hundred thousand units sold. Um, so uh, so let's see what the Let's see what this uh, the the article says. It says in response to excuse me uh, a caller question on Ubisoft's future plans for VR. Uh, Guimau said the company is not increasing our investment on VR at the moment because it needs to take off. The area is still still remains niche for gaming, and this translated into sales as Nexus VR, which fell below expectations. He said uh, we've been a bit disappointed by what we were able to achieve on VR with Assassin's Creed, mainly because Assassin's Creed Nexus VR didn't sell as well as expected. Um, Gima went on to say uh, the game did okay, but we thought it would sell more. The lower than expected sales have prompted Ubisoft to, at the very least, not invest into VR anymore than it has done so previously. Um, Miles, this is this is kind of crazy because, um, again, with, with the numbers of quests out there, you'd expect it to sell more just because um, Assassin's Creed is a major IP. But, mm-hmm. but like this kind of just sort of backs up everything that we've been hearing over the last couple of years is that like quests sell really well. Quest two and three seems to be selling really fucking well, but also that no one's buying games on quest. If you can't sell one of the biggest IPs in the world on quest, like what, what chance of indie games have? Yeah. I'd, oh, I'm curious to know what the demographics are when it comes to quest sales, because you know, this is going to be a complete, you know, hypothesis, um, but we hear it a lot, which is as soon as PSVR 2 games incorporate cross-play, whether it's Ghostbusters VR, whether it's uh, Knock, whether it's um, uh, Breachers, um, people talk about you get squeakers in the room. Uh, and it's just a natural thing that whenever you seem to have cross-play, it's just really, really young people that are using Quest. Now, of course, that is not the overall thing, but it's why I wonder what the demographics are. Because when I think of Assassin's Creed, I've actually never played, I tell a lie, I, I played Valhalla, maybe a few hours of it, mm-hmm. um, but I'd never played it originally. And I wonder what the demographics are of Assassin's Creed players. I feel like that might be a slightly older audience. Um, I just get this feeling that when it comes to like the majority of quest sales, the experiences that have been played, it will be things like Rec Room, um, you know, those kind of experiences. Gorilla that Tag sort of seems to be insanely popular on Quest. Is it right? Yeah. 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 Right. And it seems to be those kind of experiences where, because this Assassin's Creed game is completely single player, right? Um, yeah. And so I, I think that's a big part of it. People use VR a lot for multiplayer. Um, again, I don't really want to delve into generalizations, but I, I just feel that Assassin's Creed is, is, is a title that probably would have sold better proportionately on PSVR 2, just because of what Assassin's Creed is as an IP, it is a, uh, you know, a very popular uh, gaming franchise um, that I think would, would do better there. But I think as a broader picture sort of notion I'd like to put forward, um, it's the fact that VR is not growing at the speed that we'd like it to. We, you, you and I and, and the rest of us talk about this all the time. And I think we always have to keep ourselves in check. It's not just that the VR is slowing down. 
uh, or going through some struggle. The gaming industry as a whole is. We've just come out of a, a gaming pandemic bubble where everyone was stuck at home and everyone was investing in all these headsets and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and also, you know, in, in games consoles. Um, and also, you know, when there's questions about where are all the first party games for VR? Well, that's also the case with flat screen games as well. You just got to look at the news this week with what's happening with Xbox. Like we live in very turbulent times. And so when it comes to a question of where priorities of resources are, of course, it's going to go into the things that are going to get the most return on your investment. And so it's once again, back to that chicken or egg thing, which is, um, do you create great IPs? that bring people that make people buy a headset or do you have to just wait for that slow build of headset sales and and then you do the ip to sort of get the most return of investment it's sort of a you know chicken or egg there and um the last thing i'd say on this and i know this is a bit of a side point i think if you're ever going to have an ip that really pushes headset sales it's got to be something like grand theft auto or fortnite or if it's on psvr2 it's got to be the last of us it's got to be something so spectacular that people who have never really considered VR before are like, oh, my God, I want to experience that in virtual reality. Um, so, yeah. 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 I think this, uh, you know, I think the thing that we need to remember here is that, like, you know, whether Sony's talking about it or not, they are absolutely embracing the hybrid strategy, which is why we've gotten Village, why we've gotten RE4, um, why we've gotten Gran Turismo. Um, you know, they're not they're not f- flooding uh, our ecosystem with it, like we like we thought they might, but uh, but they are absolutely bringing uh, you know plenty of big AAA hybrid games uh, over to PSVR two, and that is um, you know clearly clearly what this generation should be about because you build you build a game up build, build a game from the ground up for VR, and uh, and you are one hundred percent reliant on the VR sales to make your money back. You make a big AAA game for the flat screen, you release it for playstation 4 5 xbox one series and then and then you also create a vr mode well then you've made your money on the flat screen version uh and so the vr is just kind of a bonus um and you're not building a game from the ground up so it's really the only thing that makes sense this generation i'm going to repeat this until probably next generation (laughs) so um and hopefully we'll be seeing you know over the next over this year hopefully we'll be seeing uh you know the fruits of Sony's belief in this as well, because um, I think we've got a lot more games on the horizon uh, regarding you know that that will be hybrid. So there's, there's a lot here. of discussion in the chat about what it's going to take to get more adopt- adoptions. And on the on the case of first party, people are saying, "What about Gran Turismo or Resident Evil?" I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this, uh, Brian. But uh, but based on what I'm about to say, which is Gran Turismo, I kind of feel like people that are into Gran Turismo and racing simulators are already kind of curious or sold on the tech space of VR. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not to say it wouldn't have, it definitely would have. So I knew people that bought headsets because of it, but it is a particular niche. Um, when it comes to Resident Evil, we've kind of had that with Resident Evil 7 on PSVR. We also had it with Village at launch. And yes, that would have sold headsets. And then when you have four, you're basically preaching to the choir again. Obviously, each time you're going to get more people joining. I think it requires a different IP that appeals to people that have never considered VR before. And also, um, this this uh, Assassin's Creed game is a uh, it's a standalone game. It's not a VR version of a Assassin's Creed full fledged game. Um, we think of you know Horizon Call of the Mountain. It's great for what it is, but it's not horizon zero dawn right or um you know um 
uh, Forbidden West in VR as well. And so I think there is... We don't know this, but it could be the case that there's this reputation being developed now that if a game is advertised of any of these big IPs in VR, people are like, well, of course, it's not the game in VR. It's its own thing. It's a lesser thing, uh, which isn't necessarily the case. But yeah, what are your thoughts in terms of what IPs it would take um, to, to, to get to, to get things to shift? Or do you think that's not what it's about? We just have to wait longer for adoptions to naturally grow? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think the price point is a big problem right now. Uh, and, and, I, yeah. and I mean that in terms of the headset itself. Uh, because uh, obviously Quest 2 didn't sell because it was the best headset on the market. It sold because it was a $300 headset and you could get into VR really cheap. So when little Johnny says, hey, mom, dad, I want a headset, uh, they go, they say, oh, 300 bucks. Perfect. That's the perfect, like, we don't have to think about this. Just buy it for him price point. And that's, and I think that's where PSVR 2 needs to be eventually for it to have mass adoption, you know, for it to hit that 15 million mark that like I'm sure Sony would love to be at. Um, and so, and because we've seen on PlayStation VR 1, we got Minecraft, we got Skyrim, we got like big names, we got Resident Evil 7 a month, no, a couple months after PSVR 1 launched. So if these games aren't doing it, then I don't know if there's really any game that's gonna do it. Like obviously every single one we get will move the needle slightly, but none of them are gonna move the needle a lot and make and get us to the point where like, oh yeah, fucking fantastic, Grand Theft Auto 5 in VR with Grand Theft Online, Yep, there we go. That's all 10 million headsets. It's just not going to happen. And so I I don't want to like sound like a, a harbinger of doom, but like I'm just so fascinated when people are like VR doesn't need saving. I saw and I'm not trying to call out whoever said that in the chat, but I did see it and I always hear people say VR doesn't need saving. It's not as secure as you think. Right? Ubisoft was there at the PSVR 1 launch with three titles and now they're backing away from VR. Right, people are getting laid off left and right uh, at studios. They have to be more uh, discerning about what kind of games they make constantly, because they need to have a bigger return. Right, these these people are getting laid off. Studios are shutting down. No one wants to take a risk on VR right now. It's the indies that are doing it, and they, and they're the ones keeping VR afloat. So just keep that in mind. You know, like I'm not going to buy Legendary Tales because I don't see shadows in your gameplay. All right. Well, guess what? You're not going to get many games like Legendary Tales then, if you're not if, if you're not willing to support the studio. I'm not telling, and I'm not telling anybody they should buy something they don't want. But like, just remember where we're at. We should like. There's a little. There's a little part of VR that's like we're kind of fortunate to get anything right now. It's also, I think, we're just constantly expecting what would like VR games to be on par with flat screen games and technology. It's just impossible. It's always going to be behind. And I feel like because we're still in the early days of VR, we're kind of in that retro, like arcade era. Like one of the questions is always like, why are there so many roguelites in VR? Well, it's because it's a way of extending gameplay and adding variation, mm -hmm. um, which you know works for me. I like it. Um, and we're obviously going to be talking about one of them on the show today. But, right. um, yeah, I kind of feel like it just reminds me of, like, the early days of the first consoles. And obviously, we got much better graphics than we did then. Um, so, you know, I think things move so quickly that it can not make us impatient, but I think sometimes have don't have – it means we don't have our expectations in check. We think that – you know, just because you see one game that looks fantastic in the headset, you're like, so why isn't everyone doing it like this? And it's like, because when you create games, you have to prioritize uh, resource. Um, 
So, yeah, um, it's difficult. All right, Miles, we got uh, we got a whole lot to talk about, so we cannot stay on this topic yeah. as long as I would like, because we could certainly do a whole episode about it. Um, mm -hmm. Let's check out some of these tips, though. We got a lot of we got a lot of tips here in the chat. Um, Outrageous, Maxwell. Maxwell Ritt with the two dollar tips is: Is there even an option to use holding to grip? Uh, you're talking about no. uh, legendary tales now, right now? No, there isn't. I, I couldn't talking. find it. I looked. Yeah. Um, Which again, for as long as you're holding these swords and shields and shit, I can't imagine wanting to hold down a button. Um, but again, options are awesome. Yeah, we want as many options as possible. Uh, the developers seem to be listening too. Like they're, they're really listening to feedback right now. It sounds like they're drowning in PC VR issues. Um, it sounds like we got it pretty good over here. Um, so ho hopefully they are uh, going to be addressing some of these concerns. I'm, I'm going to mention this now just because when we talk about Deadhook later, it's something I'd like to see in that game. So, so I don't have to mention it later. I'll mention it now. I have seen in a few games recently this hybrid grip toggle mode. Yeah. And I would love to see that more often. The reason I mentioned Deadhook is it's not in it. And what is the hybrid mode? It basically means that when you're holding weapons, you just press it and you don't have to hold down the grip. But when you're picking up items or things you interact with, then you do. So it means that like, if you're pulling a lever, you then don't have to press it again to let go. It will just be normal. But then when it's your weapons or holding it, you don't have to hold it down the whole time and accidentally drop it. Um, and I just wish more games incorporated that. Uh, Decadent Shark in the chat is asking if I've ever played PC or Quest 3 VR. Of course. Um, I, I don't like PC gaming, period. Uh, so I do it only when absolutely necessary. Uh, but it's obvious that the uh, only thing keeping PC VR alive right now is uh, is the mod scene, which isn't making mm -hmm. any VR devs money. Um, Quest 3 is all right. Uh, only had a minimal amount of time to spend with it since picking mine up. PSVR 2 has been killing it lately. So uh, I will get to some Quest game soon i've got like a bunch like i mean i think like five or six yeah like five or six upcoming psvr2 games uh i've got them downloaded on my quest 3 right now that they're all waiting for me to jump in there and preview uh so stay tuned because <laughs> there's definitely uh i've got my hands on that titanic game that i was really curious about titanic space between um and uh can't wait to check that out um Violator the Game Cat Metal Messiah, which I love your fucking name. I know I say it every single time, mm -hmm. but with a $10 tip says, if they bring Assassin's Creed to PSVR 2, I'll definitely pick it up. So will I. Um, Ubisoft isn't the type of studio that's just going to uh, throw me a review key. I will pay full price for this game because I've been uh, very curious about it, but I don't really want to play it on Quest, to be honest with you. Um, fifth with the Australian $2 tip says, thank you, Miles, for the Let's Plays. Dude, you are killing it on your channel with the Let's Plays. It makes me look like uh, a fucking peasant over here. Um, well, only, 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 this, <laughs> yeah. only this week, though, like, I, I've, I've been very week. slow just because of personal... Yeah, this week. Uh, just, just a lot of personal challenges, so I have been playing catch-up. At the start of the week, I did Bulletstorm VR, for example. Um, but yeah, there's been a, there's been a lot of games. Obviously, a lot we'll be talking about today. Um, tomorrow, I'm doing Bartender VR Simulator, which I never played on PSVR, but from what Brian was telling me, um, super hyped. Oh, you should be so excited! Yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, guys, make sure you click on uh, click on Miles' channel. The links in the description below. Um, we're gonna be talking about Survivor Man, but like he did a two hour let's play of that game. Uh, today and from what i hear i only stopped in for like 20 minutes from what i hear it was a it was not one to miss oh, is that right okay 
Yeah, and the fact it was two hours, it's, I think that's something you learn a lot from doing Let's Plays when you take the headset off and you're like, oh my God, it's two hours. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's um, sometimes it just absolutely flies by and other times it completely drags. Um, and also, um, for anyone that's still on the fence about um, Legendary Tales, you've got Brian's review, which I love. Um, and also AJ did a, a Let's Play. And then on launch day, thanks to the devs, um, I, I did a Let's Play where I go through the tutorial by myself and I actually talk you through the tutorial and t- t- tell you some getting started tri- uh, t- tips that I hadn't thought about until later in the game. And then uh, I talk with the devs and there are timestamps on it. And right at the end, there's some final thoughts. I actually put my hand on BJ, the dev, before he leaves and go, dude, promise me one thing get some sleep because this guy has just been <laughs> he's been up and there's a really funny moment i need to get the timestamp of of where one of the devs was they had their meat that they hadn't cooked yet and they were just fighting people and the sound of the meat slapping against the skeletons was the funniest thing i've ever seen it was just <laughs> it was just ridiculous so um so yeah that was good fun uh professor Lilith in the chat with the five dollar tip says this week's sunday multiplayer will be breachers which broke out ahead of the pack at the last minute. 2 p.m. Eastern, everybody. Uh, don't forget to join our Discord. Come over there. And, um, you know, if you're ever like, oh, my God, I've got all these multiplayer games and there's I got no one to play them with. Every time I go in, the lobby's uh, fucking empty. Well, we've got so many solutions to that over on our Discord. Not only do we have the Sunday multiplayer games that Professor Lilith organizes every single Sunday and always organizes them with the help of all the cats because you guys vote on the games. So it's kind of your decision. Um, so Breachers, 2 p.m. Eastern, but also it is a multiplayer game that you want to play. Uh, there are multiplayer roles over on our Discord, thanks to our good friend and moderator, Nick Mulo, the game cat. And so he makes it crazy easy to just tag everybody that has that role. Like if you want to play Walkabout, then you could just tag everybody who has the Walkabout role and say, let's fucking jump in. And then everybody's notified that there's a Walkabout game going on. So uh, couldn't ask for... Dude, first of all, better moderators, but also a better place to get multiplayer games together. Yeah, so, so good. Samson143VR. Dude, I'm telling you, I, I'm playing too much VR. My eyes are going. Um, also, the mon- my, I, I don't know if anybody, everybody knows this. My, my, I got a big monitor recently. I used to work on this little 19-inch fucking piece of shit like for my whole life. Um, it's got a space deck. And, and, and now it's like this mega 35 inch curved uh ultra wide monitor and uh and, and so everything's kind of smaller on it right like i can have everything windowed smaller but it also means that like i have to like get closer to the bigger monitor. it's ridiculous um <laughs> working in the high res you guys uh samson 143 vr with a five dollar tip says happy friday long live vr fuck yeah um we're not going down without a fight we'll say that have a, right like Dude, PSVR one was pretty much fucking dead when uh, when when Miles joined the channel, when Wes joined the channel, um, and we we carried that torch during a very dark time. Um, so trust me, even if PSVR two starts uh, faltering, which it doesn't look like it's gonna start anytime soon, um, Miles, we get we're only thirteen days away from the first one year anniversary of uh, of PSVR two. Yeah, do you think we're gonna see anything? Do you think Sony's gonna like mix, give us some surprises and shit? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Um, I reached out yesterday to some, my uh, Sony contacts just saying, hey, one year anniversary. If there's anything I can do to help celebrate, let me know. And like, you know, just right. kind of like also and genuinely like I know it's <laughs> from from their perspective. I know it's, it's their product. They'll be marketing it. But it's I do also understand that 
it's probably quite hard if you know if there aren't many people that are constantly championing it and it's like we got people here so like I, I don't know i don't know i kind of feel like it could just go in passing but then i don't know i'm kind of not expecting anything but i'd like to be surprised i think we'll be surprised yeah yep uh moving <gasps> on we got the oh my god brian's made a psvr2 headset birthday cake that is so sick that's awesome man i can't wait to see it it's unfortunately it's no it's unfortunately virtual it's a virtual cake that i baked in uh, cooking simulator vr and oh, that's uh, cool though until they add multiplayer it's all mine you can't have any um uh the marvel sod with the combined $60 tip divided up into two tips. He wrote, when Legendary Tales was described as Souls-like, I was hesitant because I'm not good at that style of game. However, I purchased it based on the reviews, yours included. I want to, su I want to support the studio and show people and show that people want more open world VR games. He said, ran out of room. Stay awesome, everyone. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <sighs> Hold on. I feel like we need a follow-up. You don't, please don't tip. Just leave it in the uh thank you for the tip but please just leave the follow-up in the comments you said you weren't excited when you heard that it was a souls like uh which i think is kind of a stretch right i don't think it's got the difficulty of a souls like um but um it has the it has the feel it has the feel not in terms of gameplay but it has the sort of yes the the themes of it which i i definitely found myself on twitter having to clarify because some people said oh i'm not good at souls games i was like no it's not it's nowhere near the difficulty. Souls games, it's very much like you mess up a parry, that's it, you, you're done. This, you get a lot more leeway. And also a distinction I would make is, although when you die, you drop your equipment and then you have to go back and pick it up, yep. Brian and I wish we'd known this <laughs> like 20 hours earlier when we were getting to boss fights absolutely terrified we were going to lose all our gear. Right. If you then, If you die when trying to get your stuff, it, it stays there. You can you can you can have as many attempts. The only right. difference is every time you die, you lose twenty percent of your gold. So it's expensive, but um, doable. Um, so the follow up I want from you, Marvel side, is what do you think of the game? Yeah, right. You bought it. You bought it to support the devs, and, and, and even though it didn't seem like something you wanted, but like, have you had a chance to jump in? Like, this is this is the important part. Uh, of of the of the tip that you left out, uh, so please let us know. And uh, Miles, please keep an eye on the chat in case I miss it. Yeah, yeah, we'll do. Uh, he says, "Ran out of room. Stay awesome, everyone. Uh, you guys are fucking awesome. Thanks for spending your Friday night with us." Um, a developer, I was talking to a developer today, and they were like, "When's the best time to release uh, our trailer for our PSVR two game that's coming up?" And I was like, um, "What? Do you, like day of the week?" And they're like, "Yeah." And I was like, I, "Fucking Monday to Friday, man. Like if." If our games cast are anything to go by, uh, people are interested in PSVR 2 news every minute from Monday morning <laughs> until late Friday night. Yeah. Um, so uh, so you you let us know. You keep us posted. Uh, God damn, dude. We have so much to talk about, and we are uh, not making any progress on this run of show whatsoever. Uh, so let's, let's real quick uh, talk about what was just announced for PSVR 2, and that is a game maybe a game, called The Utility Room. Miles, have you had a chance to check out this trailer? I have, just before the show when you told me. Perfect. And uh, uh, yeah, I love the love the vibe of it. Uh, I, so it's already been out on PC VR? Yep. Um, I think for like a year. I think that's yeah. it came out in your, uh, like, uh, February of 2023. I mean, I just love the vibe of this. Um, if... 
if it looks as good in the headset as I feel it should do a game like this, if it's crisp, clear, it's going to feel super atmospheric, especially with like those blacks in the dark. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I, I like the look of this, even though it looks creepy as hell. <laughs> um, so what we're seeing here, it is in fact, yeah, over on Steam at launch February 6, 2023, uh, the, it, the developer and publisher are both being listed as uh, Lionel Marsden. Uh, so this could be maybe made just by one person. Um, but uh, the description is interesting. Uh, they say fans of experimental or atmospheric horror games might appreciate the experience that the utility room offers. Whilst there are some gameplay elements, it can best be described as more of a journey. One that you take across a barren, rocky, and dangerous world. Many of the environments and beings found within the utility room are megalithic. There is no doubt that you will feel very small, dwarfed by the scale of the world as you travel across it. Um, looks kind of uh, walking sim-like. Looks more like an experience in an actual game. Uh, but Miles, there's something about... Uh, an experience at this point in the history of VR. Now here we are with PSVR two. We got no, we got a ridiculous number of experiences to the point on PSVR one where the word experience became a bad word. Right? Exactly. It, it was like a four letter word. We were so sick of it. We were sick of wave shooters and we were sick of experiences. And now it's been so long since we just had like a VR experience that there's something very appealing about this to me. Something that makes me go, man, an hour long. I would I would kill for a game that's an hour long right now that's memorable that has something uh, you know that looks like this that that's different from what we've played. Um, am I alone on this? Not at all. I mean, sometimes it's just nice to have these short experiences where you just you end up thinking, never going to do this again. And it's not to say that's going to be the case with this, but I'm really glad I experienced this. Um, be before your eyes is an example of that. I am so glad I experienced that. Um, it was such a moving experience. You can do it in about 90 minutes. Um, but I was, I was, it impacted me greatly. Uh, and it's not always about having impactful narrative. Sometimes it's just about having a feeling. I, you know, I, I'm, this was completely otherworldly. This isn't something you'd experience in any other sort of medium. Um, can't quite put your finger on it, but, um, yeah, I mean, just looking at these environments, it's, uh, great. And it just, Scream Space Odyssey to me. Um, so, yeah, liking it, liking it. Can I just say before I forget, the Marvel sod did get back in the t in the chat. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'll following the tip, just saying, okay, I see what you're saying. A few sites mentioned Souls-like, so I had a preconceived notion about Legendary Tales. Glad to hear I was incorrect. My schedule has been crazy, but I will be playing this weekend. Right, so have we a, you're going to have an amazing weekend. We demand an update on Monday. <laughs> yes. But I'm sure AJ and I will be talking more about Legendary Tales because... <laughs> None of us can stop talking about it. Mm. Um, Man Bear Pig Game Cat with a $2 tip uh, says Legend Talon. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. It must be Legendary Tales on PC after update. Not loading into VR. Oh, man. Man, just love being a PC gamer, don't you? Is that right? I was playing with some PC VR players last night, though. Yeah. Maybe it's, obviously it's just some people. Maybe. But, uh, that sucks yep i love i love playing on consoles man keep shit's already we already have enough shit to deal with we don't need we don't need shit like that 
Uh, Ace Gamer, the game cat with the thirteen thirty seven says tornado needs a game cat hoodie. Thank you, Ace Gamer. Says thanks again to both of you for all you do for this community. Happy Friday! You're amazing. Thank you. Um. All right, man. Uh, I don't even have a run to show up here. Do we have so many? We, we we've got we've got games. Uh, we've got games to talk about today. Um, that are that both of us haven't even played. And so, uh, let's let's start with you, man. Let's you oh, yeah. to talk. Tell us a little bit about Survivor, man. Again, you played it for two hours today. Um, what the, the trailers yeah. look terrible. Can I just be honest? The, t- the trailers look terrible. Um, yeah yeah i mean this was a game that i went into and thought i don't really think this is for me but as always i go with an open mind and hope to be pleasantly surprised Mm -hmm. um i also was not familiar with the brand survivorman the show um or les the the host that does it um i knew some people in the chat watching new new of him and stuff um i rolled credits within two hours i would have done it a lot quicker had i known right from the start that the watch you wear, if you press it, it tells you what you need to do. <laughs> it gives you a checklist. So there was a lot of times where I had to keep repeating stuff uh, because I'd like had one few logs on the fire and then you have to go right back to the beginning. But this game is what it looks like on the trailer. You crash uh, in the mountains. Um, you... Um, have to survive and and get off them. And so Les actually follows you around. He just keeps appearing and he tells you what you need to do. And whether whether it's playing cooking simulator VR, um, car mechanic simulator VR, which I did this week or this, I do find them educational. Now that doesn't mean these are educational tools. Yep. I am I am not a survival expert after playing this, <laughs> but there are things that you get taught along the way that I felt, oh, I didn't know that. Learning about like what the core bo- human body temperature is when you start suffering from hypothermia. Um, th- there's a, a trick you do where you get a, a little uh, tin box and what you do is you pierce a hole in it uh, and it, it means that you can then burn inside the tin and there's only a, a small bit of air. Uh, can get out but it keeps it alight so you can carry fire with you so you do learn these things along the way but effectively there are probably like six or seven stages um which you can then replay individually and um you're learning how to get off this mountain so it's about keeping your body temperature up um finding shelter um i know that when you tune into my let's play you were saying ah no inventory this sucks which i agreed with but you could put two things on your waist and then spoilers you go to the wreckage when you can finally go up the uh the mountain uh through the deep snow to the the helicopter and you get your backpack so you then have um inventory and stuff um and there are some like i'm going to call them mini games they're not done as mini games but there's a bit where you're going through sheet ice which is like there's it's basically over if you walk on it it's going to collapse and you're just going to fall to your death so you get a pole out and as you're going through complete blizzards you're having to tap on the ground and suddenly like the floor just drops and you don't want to fall in um so um my 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 verdict from it was and i'm glad we kind of segued this from the previous game this is an experience more than a game but it's not an experience as we'd normally think of like, oh, you're just looking around and walking. Like th- th- there is, there are game elements here. 
Um, you're on a kayak at one point and you can't help but compare it to kayak VR. Uh, and so, look, you're not going to come to this for the most amazing gaming experience. But, I mean, I had a... I had a decent time with it. Um, I'm not going to play it again. Actually, I'm going to go back and get the last few trophies for wait, the Platinum, wait, wait, wait. of course. Did you complete it? Yeah, in two hours. Oh, wow. Okay, so, so it really, yeah. really is an experience. Got it. Yeah, and I would and I would, have, I would have done it quicker had I known that the watch would have given me more specifics. Um, there are a lot of surprises in there as well. Um, I mean, if you watch my Let's Play, there's a, a few moments that just... Um, I encountered things I didn't expect to encounter in this game. Um... And yeah, I think if I'd looked at my watch the whole time, I would have found this game a lot less frustrating. Because there's a few moments where, like, if you die, you have to replay the section, and it means like watching back a lot of explanation that you can't skip, which is quite frustrating. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. I it's I'm glad this this kind of thing exists because there's going to be someone that has always been fascinated in the show or the idea of survival. And it's like, wow, we're up here. Mm -hmm. um, and so the last thing I'd say is um, the, the three things I do on my Let's Play is like graphics, audio, and feeling haptics. Graphically, the resolution is actually really good. The textures in places could be a lot better. Um, there are some bits you're watching and going, actually, that looks amazing. And other times it's like that doesn't look great at all uh, but resolution wise it's really really clear in the headset looks good um audio wise like when you're going through the blizzards and things like that sound is really really great but you know the haptics were actually decent um i'm sure there's lots more improvements they could have done but the the haptics worked really really well so um it it, it sometimes with these experiences you feel like they've just whacked something into vr for the sake of it now this feels like they've they've taken some care i think the worst thing is though is when you get some boots on to walk in the snow your feet don't move so you look down and your feet are just like gliding and it looks ridiculous <laughs> looks absolutely ridiculous i mean um, listen yeah. there's games like song in the smoke and green hell vr that like are pretty fucking good on psvr too like do you feel like this offered something beyond those games that actually offer a full gameplay experience with like you know interesting progression and you know kind of uh something that's a little less you know structured by a dude named less appearing every so often yeah i mean the thing with this is the game mechanics i do think are sometimes a bit questionable i think once you kind of learn it there's Sometimes I just wonder, am I being an idiot playing this? Like, I'm, I'm, what am I doing wrong here? And I feel like if I was showing this to someone who's not familiar with VR, they might get stuck on things. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, look, this is not going to be a massive recommendation from me. Right. But it is just going to be a kind of thing, like, if there's someone that was looking at this, and I, I don't know what the price is actually going to be, because um, it's not out till next week. But um, it was all right. And actually, watching the trailer, I feel like it shows most of it anyway. <laughs> Yeah. You're starting fires, you're walking through snow, there's a bit where you sit on like a bag and you slide and it's, um, you're actually like, I've played VR games that do every bit better, like Fract, sort of going down the mountain skiing kind of has been done better, Kayak VR does the kayak bit better, um, making fires, uh, Sog in the Smoke does it better, even though it's not going for realism and stuff. Um, but as I said, it was just kind of interesting to think about what would you have to think about if you were trapped up on a mountain but i don't plan on going on any helicopters up there anytime soon but 
If glad I to do. hear it's not. Glad to hear it's not Can't terrible. Remember. Because yeah, you know, it's it, not. It's not terrible. We've had so many amazing games. Uh, I mean, never mind the last year and just in the last month or so. Uh, it's. I think it's going to be a really hard sell to convince people to pick this up. Um, but it's good. Good to know it's not bad. <laughs> That's what I mean. And I always feel a bit like I always worry. Like, am I? Um, Am I overpromising when I say like, oh, it's not terrible? Like, also, oh, is it good? It's kind of like it's. It was just fine. It was fine. Like, um, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the game that I played today that you didn't, uh, yeah, taking turns here is uh, is Space Docker VR. Uh, I know nothing about this game, by the way. So well, yeah, that made two of us. Uh, okay. I mean, just hours ago, uh, it, it had a stealth launch on PSVR two. Uh, Listen, I was going to skip this, and then there are people in our Discord. Uh, I, I say people. I, I, I should just point out that Izzard in voice chat was like surprisingly interested in it, and then uh, and then when he then when he played it, uh, he told me that I should check it out. And uh, and and thank goodness for people like Izzard because I would I absolutely would have skipped this entirely, um, dude. This is so weird. Right, because you're working out in space as like this kind of cargo type uh, space. I mean, it's 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 a it's a docking space docking VR. I mean, like it's it's almost it's almost self explanatory. <laughs> um, but yeah, you get you get to fly around space and and you have a job to basically bring these uh, you know shipping crates, these massive shipping crates. You have to you have to dock them and be you know. <laughs> Get, get absolutely perfect. I'm trying not to make jokes here. Um, you, you know, you got to line your ship up, and and you've got complete control of the ship. You know, using your two sense controllers and and, and two uh, uh, two virtual sticks in the game. Uh, it is you. You're, yeah, you've got complete control over the ship, and uh, so you you bring this crate over to uh, you know where the crates are supposed to go, and they they kind of take their time with you. you they, they they really say hey you know this is this is how you do it this is your job and they teach you like one thing at a time um and so just getting the hang of controlling this ship takes a minute right because it, it's it's got everything it's got everything you need right you're twisting one of them you're pulling the other one you're using the analog sticks uh it's it's a little bit of everything and it's so easy to lose control uh that like it's yeah yeah it's just it's just it's it's almost stressful yeah, this is what I'd imagine that because it's just a 360 degree of turning. You turn right. one way and it's like now I'm out of sync in the other direction. Uh Yeah. And so uh and, and so what I'm not showing here is the hour it took me to get even this good at this game, <laughs> right? Uh and so uh, because I think this is the first level where they actually set up some leaderboards and say, "Well, now you're competing against PC VR players, you're competing against other PlayStation uh VR players." Um and it is all timed to a degree you can take as long as you want but like you know you're being scored and uh and so that alone was enough for me to be like god damn like i'm i'm, I'm more stressed out because because i'm competing against people who have actually played this before um dude there's something here there is absolutely something here for a game that i thought was going to be absolute shovelware just like a total you know nothing i'd be interested in whatsoever it's there's something something really satisfying about kind of operating this vehicle and completing these somewhat menial tasks 
right? I'm, I'm bringing these crates <laughs> back to uh, where they belong. You can see me, you can see me like just crashing all around here. Um, and, the, and you feel that, you feel that in the headset haptics. Um, oh, like it, nice. oh yeah, no, it's, it's, it's effective. I, I think they you, did a really good job. You feel it and go, oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah, it just yeah. makes it clear. I mean, okay, that, that's going to cost good. a bit. Yeah. Do you have to repair your ship if you knock it or is it just... So, I have only done the first handful of missions, right? I, I've done most of the tutorial missions and I've done the, uh, and this is the first actual real mission with, um, with a leaderboard and all that. Uh, and, and as you can see, I, I crashed a bunch, but I didn't crash a ton. Uh, it, it didn't seem to be a damage indicator. There didn't seem it's, it's stressful enough. If, if the, the next level apparently has explosives though. And so who knows, maybe I can blow myself up. I like that you can see the thrusters on the side, like um, in the top of the ship when you're going left and right. That's a nice little touch. Um, yeah, the question I always ask is, and again, going back to like Let's Plays, you always get people going, you know, would you recommend it or give it a score out of 10? And it's it, when it's first thoughts, it's always difficult because it's yeah. like we've not played the game yet. So the question I always go with, and you kind of alluded to it when you said you, you found it very satisfying, is did you have fun playing it? So for Survivor Man, it's not a game I'm going to play again and wouldn't recommend it. But I did, I did have fun, like the two hours. I wasn't thinking throughout those two hours, I want to be doing something else. I was like, I was, I was, I was happy to see it to the end. We, did you actually have fun playing this? I did, I did. There were, there were, there were moments when I, you know, when I kind of felt like I was getting good at it, uh, at the game. And, uh, you know, cause, uh, and, and I, and I, and I found myself, like, I pay attention to like when I'm smiling because I wouldn't call yeah. myself the happiest guy in the world, Miles. Um, I would this say this is that not a game that I can imagine feeling happy playing. I'd be it's, just like, it's surprising. Just want to get this done? Yeah, yeah, it's surprising. Like I, I, I feel like I am, I, am more frustrated with games usually than I am, uh, and we'll talk more about that soon. Um, more mm. frustrated about with games than I am excited to play them. And for a game that I had zero interest in whatsoever, this, there was, there was something that hooked me about this. And if, if it wasn't, you know, if I didn't have a ton of games to play for the show today. Uh, and have to get a bunch of first impressions. I'd probably still be playing this right. because I want to knock out the missions. I wanted to like see if I could maybe get better scores. You know, like you're you ranked three stars on each one, and I clearly only got one star on this. Um, but man, it's like the the depth of controls that they give you. And yeah, I saw somebody in the chat say that, uh, there's no HOTA support for this yet, and that is 100% true. But apparently, the developer over on their Discord is that is the uh, developer. Oh, well, then hello, developer. Cat, Com Cat Commander says no HOTA support well, yet. Thanks yeah. for stopping in, Cat Com uh, Commander. Nope, Cat Commandos. Cat Commandos, yeah. Uh, that that deserves a row. Um, row, yeah, I know. What We finally got a developer that fits in. With the <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I mean, dude, this is... Uh, dude, also, uh, the resolution is great. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it is not the sharpest game you'll ever play on PSVR two, but I don't think anyone will complain. It is, has a very nice look to it. Um, every everything. Are you using the joysticks, or are you actually using virtual? Or can you do both? Like... It's, so it's both, man. So when yeah. you have your hands on the sticks, like so, you're using virtual, uh, like a virtual yeah. cockpit, right? Virtual HOTUS. Um, but there are so many controls. Like you're twisting the right one. You're, uh, you're you're pushing the left one forward and back, but you also have analog stick controls on top of that because there's so many uh, there's, there's so many different ways to control your ship, and sometimes you just want to strafe off to the left or right, uh, up or down, and, and and if I remember correctly, that's when you're using the analog sticks, um, and so uh, it's, yeah, it's really really versatile uh, kind of 
ship that you're piloting here. Um, he says native 120 hertz. That's awesome. It did it did seem ex extremely smooth, um, and uh, and yeah, I mean, I if like if this looks even remotely interesting to you guys, I'd, I'd say pick it up. It's 15 bucks. Uh, I have no idea what I'm in for. Right, but it's, <laughs> but it's VRAF. You see that, like when I release the um, release the crate, you have to pull this. Uh, it's so right. satisfying, right? Because you got to line up. It's called space docking for a reason, right? Because and and, and there's they definitely the whole thing is a little bit tongue in cheek, right? The, there's these um, FMV like training videos and stuff that you're watching, <laughs> and yeah, they they're they're well aware. Uh, or he, it, dude, cat commandos. It, is it just you? Is it, are you a one person dev team? Because it's, um, sorry, sirens on my end. Um, I have no idea how big your studio is. Please let us know. Um, but like, you know, the whole, the whole thing's pretty tongue in cheek and, uh, but it takes so much effort to line up your vessel perfectly to dock with the crate and then actually, uh, grab onto it that when you finally get it to where it needs to go. And you get to put and you get to pull that lever, man. You get to pull that handle. It's so satisfying because you're right. like, this is a lot of work, and I'm so nervous whenever every time I have to pull the handle because right. I'm like, I don't want to do this all over again. <laughs> like exactly. if, it, if it ricochets off the, the edge or something. Yeah. And if it does yeah. ricochet off the edge, then you've got these like uh these things that you shoot at the crate to um to start stabilizing it, right? Um and so uh yeah, and so and, and sometimes you have to like rotate with the crate. Um, and it's just, it just gets more and more complicated, but I, uh, there's a handful of us. Okay. Well, yeah. this will, this, this will have to be a Sunday let's play. I think. Yeah. I think, I think you'll enjoy it, man. Like, uh, I th you know, it, the, the tutorials are actually really well done. Uh, and I feel like the game is very patient with you as you learn. Um, that's cool. And then, uh, and, but, but, but there's no getting around it. Like you just need to learn the controls. Yeah. Um, and so frequently I found myself uh, just taking my hands off the sticks because I was like stressed out <laughs> trying to line everything up. I was like, I'm just going to use the right stick just right now because this is the, all, all my brain will let me uh, think about. And then I took my hand off the right stick and used the left stick only. Um, <laughs> it's Yeah, um, it's, it's stressful, but in, in all, all the best ways. Um, so uh, Cat Commandos, congratulations. Uh, and and hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll see some HOTA support for this. But man... I, I will say that I'm really enjoying using the sense controllers. Uh, that that support's pretty damn good. And um, just the really important question, Brian. Yeah. Have you seen the trophy list? I oh, I haven't seen the trophy list. I got list some trophies, right but I haven't seen has the trophy got, list. Has he got a platinum trophy? Yeah. Well, maybe maybe Cat Commandos can tell us if there's a platinum trophy. PSM profiles. Ah. Oh no. no! Apparently, I screwed up in the level. There's a. He said, "I narrowly missed the hidden unlockable in this level. Hidden unlockable. Ooh. What the fuck did I do? I struggled just to finish the level." Um. Yeah, you should. I mean, I th thank goodness we're not watching uh, any clips of me playing this prior to this level because prior to this level, Jesus, dude, I was all over the place. I was slamming into things. I just was playing so recklessly. Um, it's funny because you can see at the top of the screen, uh, there's uh, uh, it, it says pitch, pitch roll in uh, yar, no, yar, uh, yeah. 
I, I, I don't know terms. Um, <laughs> and it feels very, remember, I remember Top Gun on the NES when like you had to like, when you were landing and you had to match uh, these numbers on the right. screen. Right. It is a little bit of a throwback to that. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, I, 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 I'll be playing this more for sure. And, uh, and, and having further impressions of further levels, there's uh, apparently a lot more. And uh, I'm not not looking forward to dealing with explosives because, again, I feel like I'm going to blow myself up. Uh, I don't know where that brings us. Uh, this brings us to a game we both actually played. Uh, Miles, how did you feel about BorderBots? I'm really interested to have this conversation with you. I I had a really good time with this. Um, I only played it during my Let's Play. Um, I am planning on going back. It's one of those games of, depends where the trajectory is going. Um, I played about an hour and a half, um, four days of it. Um, I, I mean, I'd be interested just to hear you sort of lay out what you felt about it because <laughs> um, a game that people often mention is Papers, Please, mm-hmm. which... I've never played, um, but it's very well popular. Um, but going into this, you think, okay, uh, you're a human working on the border, um, checking uh, ID of ro- robots, um, and you've got to make sure that they are who they say they are, or else you stamp, eh, denied, yeah. or you accept and let them through. Um and people look at this and go, oh, it's just, you know, a job simulator game in VR. I mean, you might be about to say this anyway. Um, but um, I, I actually had a really good time. And I don't know, there's so much I want to jump into with this. I just want to hear your initial thoughts. I, I, I had real, a really lot of fun of it, and I can't wait to play more. Here's my initial thoughts. I fucking hate this game with a goddamn passion, dude. Like, I like Amazing. it made me okay. And and don't this is this is a no 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 no. This no, no is, I want to hear this. This is part one. Okay, so yeah. part one of my experience with this was like I fucking hate this game so much because you know what it does, Miles. You know what this game does that does lots of things <laughs> that that I can't stand. A floating robot talking to you. Yeah, yeah, but like it just forces you. To sit there and stare at the goddamn robot while it's talking at you. And it's like, dude, it's yeah. everything I hate about VR. It is everything I hate about VR. Yeah. And it's like, when I talked about um, how appreciative I was in Legendary Tales that there weren't these long cutscenes or big conversations, this is what I was talking about. This is, you, you, you stand there, you listen to a robot talk, and there's nothing for you to do except spin in circles and listen to a robot talk. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, now go push this button over on the screen. And then you go push a button over on the screen and you listen to a robot talk. And it's just, it. this is how it is for so long. The setup takes so long and I don't care. Some cool stuff happens. Can I just say on that point, I yeah. agree with you on that. I think mm-hmm. the only reason I didn't feel it was in my stupid let's play way. I was role playing in those scenes. So <laughs> I was kind of making a joke out of it. I think if I was at just playing it in my own time, yeah, that it's a very slow start to begin with. Yeah. And every day starts with a conversation Oh my um, god! At, and things that feel like the... <laughs> Well, this is why I'm interested to hear about, okay, the actual game that you're playing. Because, yeah, basically, every oh, day you we'll wake up. Oh, we'll get there. We'll get yeah, yeah. there. But that's yeah. what I'm saying is, like, it, it could be a question of, like, once you get to the actual game, but every day it's just, there's a yeah. lot of things go on that 
there's some story beats to it that I think are kind of interesting, but like there's also events that happen which are just completely irrelevant um and are not optional. Um I'll say early on there's a you get a toaster. Did you do that bit? You got a robot that's a toaster and he basically asks you to get bread, put toast in him, and he perfectly does the no, bread and no. oh no. I'm I did, the, I did the first two days. Just, I did the first two right, days. Okay. I didn't get to day three or four yet. Because okay. again, I just yeah. want to do first impressions here. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um but yeah, it's every single day starts and ends with yet another hologram thing just talking at you. Yes. And it's so long-winded, and 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 so I'm glad you brought up Paper Please, Papers Please, because I I also haven't played Papers Please. I'm haven't, yeah. familiar with it. I've talked to a lot of people about it, especially when this game got announced, and I was like, "Well, tell me more." Um, and apparently, the story in Papers and Papers Please is fantastic, right? Like, it's the reason to play the game. And so, my hope, Miles, is that the Border Bots dev team is aware of the game that they're ripping off. And aware of why people enjoyed that game, and they're setting us up for something big story-wise. Okay, right. because so far it's been pretty much nonsense, and I just don't care. And so there's when your shift begins and ends with somebody talking at you. What I'm what I'm con- what I'm confused about is why those people aren't talking to you while you're doing your shift, because because the shifts are things you have to focus on. Right, each each robot comes up to you, and you have to look at his certification, his his, his paperwork, and you have to do, you you have to go through this whole process and figure out if 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 you should stamp it with a green check mark and let him through, or if you have to re- deny his passport or whatever and send him back. Now, you this takes a lot of focus, and you have to think about a lot of different things while you're playing. How great would it have been if there was this? The person talking to you, distracting you from the job that you're trying to pay attention to, right? At least, and at least I'd be able to play the game and get this information simultaneously. And it would be this other thing distracting me from what I'm trying to do, right? Almost like a, a, a little bit more of a challenge because the gameplay so far, I've only done two days because damn, it took fucking forever just to get to day <laughs> one is actually really fun. And I found myself yeah, yeah, yeah. enjoying it. It's yeah, it's a little job sim, right? But it's, I, I, I kind of enjoyed like going through all the investigative work and, and, and having to keep things in mind. Remember like, oh, you're not supposed to let this uh, manufacturer of robots go through or this type of robot go through, or there are things to investigate on the robot itself. You're supposed to see if it's the correct model. Like so many little things could be out of place there was something really enjoyable about uh, about the game itself that right now the story is just getting in the way. And so I've got my fingers crossed. I'm really hopeful that the story delivers and eventually becomes something I'm like, okay, well, that was worth sitting through because right now I fucking hate the story so much <laughs> because it's just so much delivered all at once. It's like a fucking info dump every time you're not playing the actual game and i just and i I despise that about vr so much so i definitely don't hate it anywhere near as much as you do but (laughs) i also know that you absolutely hate standing through cutscenes and stuff like that so like this this pushed my patience in terms of the you know just not getting to the game 
when you're in the booth and they're speaking to you at the start, I think on the first day, the hologram uh, speaks to you quite a bit, but it's kind of explaining everything you need to do. And I mean, I played four days and each of the days they're throwing in more mechanics and there are more things happening. And the basically every day you get news reports and that, there's definitely a story being let down. And I don't know where it's going because it could be massively disappointing. But at the trajectory that day one, it kind of put some seeds in very subtly. Two, they're sort of still there. Three and four. By the time I got to the end of four, I think I think something big's are about to happen. It might not. Um, and so I actually, the, the before and after, I mean, yeah, okay, I probably would have rather just like got to the end of it. But you can, I'm pretty sure you can skip them just by pressing the X. Um, again, I'm talking about the stuff in the booth, but the whole thing of like people talking to you, distracting you. I mean, I haven't had that. I've had other mechanics that distract you in the booth. And what I was very surprised by, and uh, let me let me bring up two other PSVR two games to make my point. And I was I was speaking to Brian about this before, which okay. was um, um, Star Tenders, uh, where, where, you, where you're working in a bar in space. I I really enjoyed that game for a lot of reasons, but like the gameplay itself, you're basically doing the exact same job just with like more drinks to make and stuff like that. But it's like, oh, now you're doing it with more people and stuff like that. Again, I actually enjoyed the game overall, but the grindiness of it, it was very one note in terms of the gameplay. It's just you're changing locations. Every level on this game, they've added new mechanics. I remember this first day I absolutely smashed. Second day, I absolutely messed it up so bad i was just like one thing mistake going up to another um and i was just like i'm such an idiot i was not looking at the daily board of like things to look out for um and yeah um i had a really good time of it so like I, i would just say that there's a lot of progression in terms of the mechanics the other game i bring up is uh the last worker um, which I haven't rolled credits on, um, but I, I've, I've had a decent time with it, and I did like the working in the warehouse where you got to find boxes and then you got to deliver it, even though that was a part of a bigger story. That's how this game kind of feels, which is they have this... We, we were saying it with The Last Worker, which was, I wish there was just like an online leaderboards and you were doing the box finding and you were racing against other people. Like, they've got a wicked game mechanics there, but it was just a small part of all this other stuff going on that you do. And I kind of felt in the game that I just want to be back in the booth playing the game. And there's just like, I would say in the first four days, maybe a third of the time you're in the booth, it feels like. Then you're doing all this other stuff as well, which kind of just gets in the way. Um, So, yeah, like I kind of I I agree with you in in, in some ways in terms of padding, but um, it, it definitely hasn't frustrated me anywhere near as much as it has you. Um, but there's a couple clearly, of things. I but w- there's there's clearly yeah. so much more to this game than just the day in day out uh, of the job, and so and so that's why I'm like it, it's I'm bummed that it's it's sort of just hitting me over the head with so much narrative and so much forced right. uh, you know this ridiculousness at the beginning of the game because I think if they eased into that um, the stuff that you can do in your apartment uh, it seems like it's going to be interesting, um, but like they just they, there's just no pacing at all to this game right now and so listen i think the production values here are fantastic can i just right? say i was yeah. going to say that the, the the visuals the 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 christmas of the holograms the holograms look amazing don't yeah. they 
every, everything looks amazing. Yeah, yeah, every, everything. Everything looks super haptics. clear. The haptics are great. Dude, I mean, even even while I was bored at the beginning of the game when I have robots talking at me, there was a pretty fucking cool moment where the headset haptics, everything, all Rum, the rumble kicked yeah. in and, uh, and some really cool yeah. stuff happened right off. And I was like, okay, maybe that was worth sitting around for. Um, but no, man, like this is, you know, when this got delayed, I was like, I wonder what they're delaying it for. And it, and if it had anything to do with the polish, it was absolutely worth it because this is running like super high res and really nice frame rate and, and everything, like all the controls feel good, right? Like you're, there's some simple stuff that you're grabbing that ha when, even when you're stamping the, the check mark in the, in the X, there's a thump in your, uh, yeah. in your sense controllers. There's a lot of polish here. And so, uh, you know, so if this, if this looks like the kind of game for you, then I mean, definitely, uh, definitely pick it up, but I'm not, I'm not going to be able to render a final verdict on it until I see where the story goes until yeah. I really start enjoying, uh, hanging out in the apartment between shifts and seeing where all that goes. Um, and so right now I am, uh, I'm, I'm definitely somewhere in the middle because I'm loving the production values and I really do enjoy the, the day-to-day gameplay. But not loving everything else yet. I think you and I are on the same place there, which is it's where is it going to go? Is is it going to be where you eventually are now playing the, the game, like most of the time, kind of thing? It just feels at the moment that you're waiting for it to really heat up, and it'll be cool to see. But you know what? This is going to be one of those things that I just sound a broken record on because it kind of is just me getting all dreamy about stuff. I did it with cooking simulator vr i did it with star tenders and i'm going to do it with this now in this game you have a leaderboard you're competing against other border <laughs> people in other um like their other their offices alongside you and so at the end of the day you got to make sure you're not at the bottom so you get cut off and you're competing against your, your colleagues this game man i know it's single player but i was just thinking how and this is what i said about star tenders and cooking sim i was like oh, i'd be cool if you were competing against another restaurant in real time right. but in this game how cool would it be if you looked an opposite you like brian you were like in a booth opposite me and we have two lines and you have a time limit and it's the question of who can process correctly the most and get the best combo like that would be such an amazing mechanic like because it feels so good and it really is that thing of like you're trying to process as many as quickly as you can before the time runs out but you don't want to make mistakes and uh, i love that balance so um yeah and having like leaderboards and stuff like that it's, it's something i'd love to see i know it's not going to happen but i just had to it's a dream Trick sirens dream. on my end <laughs> yeah so uh again i think i do think this is a game i will complete i will review um been talking today uh miles about doing some um I, i'd mentioned it before i don't know if i mentioned it publicly on gamescast but coming up with a new format uh for 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 smaller reviews for games right. that like uh, I, i'm just not gonna finish uh or games that you know just are, are games are games that i really want uh you know smaller edited reviews out but i'm, I'm just not going to get around to spending days working doing a full review um so I, I would expect i would expect soon to um to see some of the smaller reviews start creeping out of the channel uh and you know things things that i can get done in a day instead of multiple days um this however i think this is going to be a full-fledged review because i think it, like i said i think it's heading somewhere really good but I don't want to count my chickens before they hatch. Uh, let's talk about a couple tips here, and then we'll get on to the final game that we're going to uh, discuss. Um, 
We got tips from... Here we go. Not sure Brando with a $5 tip says, uh, what happened to Galaxy Cart Corner? <laughs> uh, I mean, technically, there could still be a Galaxy Cart Corner on every single episode of Gamescast. Still love that game. I want to re-review that game soon because they have done so much to it. There's been so many updates. Um, and they just added like three more tracks and a bunch of other shit. So like, um, yeah, that's what's happened to Galaxy Cart Corner. <laughs> Galaxy Cart's kind of become like Swordsman. There's been so many updates that after a while you're just like, okay, I can't keep up with your updates. I haven't even played, I don't even know if I played the last set of tracks, but the new set of tracks looks good. Um, Richard Rose with the level one membership says, my prediction for PSVR 2's birthday is a big PSN sale. <laughs> Let's hope so. I mean, I hope that's not all it is. But a nice <laughs> sale would be great for people just getting into PSVR 2 for the first time uh, or people who've been patiently waiting on some price drops. It'd be great. We got high phase, high, high phase with the Canadian. I've said your name like a thousand times. Why am I screwing it up right now? Canadian $50 mm -hmm. tip uh, says, hey, guys, wow. I want to tell you that you are amazing content creators. You've kept me entertained for years, and I'm grateful for what you do for the VR community. Meow. Meow. Thank you so much. Appreciate you very much. Um, Why has everyone been so nice today? It's unbelievable. Yeah, I'm, I'm confused, too. Uh, what's, what's going on? I don't know. Dude, I've gotten some Everyone's really nice... always nice, to be fair, but today especially nice. There's definitely something in the air today. Um, I've gotten some mm. nice DMs from people. I've gotten some nice comments on videos. Um, you know, we can... I think it's easy to kind of get into the weeds and uh, and, and, and kind of get down on yourself and, 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 and not think too much about, you know, the, all the positive stuff that's going on in the community. Um, you know, I constantly worry... Like, oh man, was this review good? Was this review accurate? Oh man, did I did I offend anybody on Gamescast today? You know, like, because I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm 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 fucking miserable, dude, and I'm and I'm like very frequently in like a in a bad mood, and I and and I and I sometimes just say shit off the cuff, and I never mean to offend anybody, you know, but like I feel like I do all the time, um, and so I get in my head about a lot of that, and that's the stuff that kind of piles up, um, and then everybody kind of comes out, and it's just like shows their support and, and, and tells and says, you know, what a good job we're doing. And I'm like, good. Well, that's completely different than what's going on up here. Um, so thank you guys very much. Sometimes I think we all need a reminder, you know? Um, so please don't forget that the way you feel about yourself is very frequently the way other people feel about themselves. Um, so never hesitate to say something nice to someone because they probably need it. Um, Fox die infected with the two euros says nothing. I see nothing, but thank no, you. No, that's, that's, that's it. Okay. Thank you very much. Miles, well, it's time to talk about Dead Hook. The thumbnail screams Dead Hook. We have not said even the words Dead Hook today, I don't think. I did. Uh, I think I did. Just about the, uh, the, hybrid, the hybrid trigger thing. That was it. Uh, oh, no, maybe I didn't mention it. I don't know. No. I don't know. Who can keep up? I don't know. What is life? What is anything? Uh, Dead Miles, Hook, how, man. How, much of, how much of Dead Hook have you played so far? I have played with. about three to four hours. Um, I played, nah, yeah, I played about an hour by myself, and then I did two hours, just over two hours on, on my live stream for the Let's Play. Okay. Um, I expected to be done with Dead Hook in about five or six hours, and I am definitely... Uh, past the six hour mark i think at this point and uh i have only gotten to the first boss now 
<laughs> that probably sounds really good, but I don't think, uh, I, for me, it, it has not been a very good experience. Um, the, the developers were touting, you know, the fact that it runs at 120 native and oops, hold on. I hit the wrong button. I want to go full screen. There it is. Um, it's blurry. I mean, there's, there's definitely a blur yeah. here, uh, which yeah. I was not expecting for a game that, you know, has its origins on quest. Uh, I thought we were going to be getting a super high res, uh, super silky smooth version of this. And then today, six, you know, six hours into the game, I got, um, I, I, I hit a, po a point with that. It was just the, the frame rate just tanked and it couldn't have been running more than like 20, 25 frames per second. Um, and it, it was just, it was miserable. Um, but what's been your, uh, what's, what's been your experience with this game so far? As you were talking, I just saw on the uh, VT you're showing of the gold boxes where you get material and you'll shoot in it and it yeah. just disappears. I've only seen the box once break into parts uh, and that just really, really annoys me. Um, okay, some context. I am a massive Doom fan. It was like a bonding experience for me as a kid with my dad. I think I was eight years old when I played the original shareware of Doom. Uh, I loved Doom 2016. It was great to see it back. Uh, Doom Eternal I absolutely loved and would love there to be Doom on PSVR 2. This is regarded as a Doom-inspired game. I think that the reality is it is a massive Doom ripoff. And I don't mean that in a negative way. Like, I'm glad I get to experience Doom. But I genuinely can't believe they've got away with how close to the bone they have. Um, for anyone that's played the modern Doom uh, 2016, Doom Eternal games will know of a character called Samuel Hayden, who is this has one of the most amazing voices of any video game. They have a character in this, I think, called Raven, who sounds just like him. Beginning of Doom Eternal, you start off on a ship with a portal overlooking a planet or planet Earth that's dealing with hell on Earth. Uh, and then you go through the portal to take them on. You do that in this. You have blades that come out your arms. Uh, you know, um, there is... It, and, and just look at the enemies. Um, this is, like, made by Doom fans for Doom fans, and I absolutely love it. I just wanted to give that away first because a lot of people look at this going, it looks like Doom, and I just want to acknowledge yeah. it feels like Doom, it sounds like Doom, the music, it has genty metal groovy metal riffs and stuff like that you have glory kills which for those that don't know you take down an enemy's health so low that they then start um glowing and then you drag yourself towards them and when you kill them you get health back with all that said um when i started playing the game i didn't like the feeling of it um and the hook felt a bit weird like pulling yourself up but once you get into the flow of it mm -hmm. i was having a pretty good time um this is a roguelite and every time you clear a room, you have a choice of two paths to take. And they are rooms that give you the name of it. Usually there's one called Infernal, which basically means clear the room of enemies and then you'll be offered a new weapon. And then there'll be another room, which is a task. It could be a task like kill the enemies, survive the endless waves until the time runs out. Yeah. One of them is like you can't kill any enemies until you kill the one healer. And on the flip side, uh, there's one enemy that you can't kill until you've killed everyone else. Um, so there's all these things. And you complete the room. Uh, you then get um, a box that you yank open. Uh, you get to choose between two items or two weapons, and you move on to the next room. 
it looks like there are 22 levels in total a boss on the 11th wave and one on the 22nd on my last run through i completed the first boss and died on the the, the first part of the the next area um we, did, we need to talk fi- because i have fought this boss three times and have okay. made very little progress okay but we'll, we'll um, talk after the show yeah, yeah 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 that's cool um to be honest my feelings are this feels very light in terms of content as a roguelite yep every time you're doing a run there doesn't feel like much variety it's the same weapons the perks it doesn't feel like there's huge changes in perks or, or, or variety of perks. And you're, you're you're fighting in pretty much the same rooms, I think. I, I don't know if they're randomized. I think it is the same order, isn't it, each time? I don't know. Um, I, I See, I, I, just, I do multiple runs every time I jump in, play for hours at a time. Uh, and again, that sounds like a good thing, and it, it never feels like a good thing when I'm playing it. Uh, and, so, and sometimes I'm like, maybe I'm just not paying attention, but it feels like I've gotten the same room twice in a row sometimes so to me i think it's random but it's not something i'm paying close attention to Mm. yeah um but once you kill the first boss you are in a new biome and i've only just started scratching it and you know there are different uh challenges you get lasers across and there are some cool environments and that um but like I i feel conflicted about this game in the sense that i am having a good time but it feels quite shallow um, and I'm curious to know how long I'm going to want to play it for, basically. See, I'm beyond that point. I am six hours in. I am beyond the point where I want to keep playing. I think I was beyond that point three hours in. I'm with you. Yeah. I, 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 it took a little while for the hooks to get, for me to get used to them. I kind of like yeah. the haptics and with the hooks and everything. It kind of feels like there's chains coming out of your sense controllers. Yes. And the, you know, it's, it's all good. You can, you can feel like Spider-Man swinging around the room, uh, or you can yank on him and sort of send yourself, you know, dashing in a direction. I, I think that's really fun. Uh, and, but, but every single time I play this, it makes all I can think of is the developers wanted to make a game that looked looked over the top in fun to play right that's that was like it seemed like that was their goal they're like oh man you know people are doing these um you know what what what's the name of the what's the name of the uh the kills where you put your uh, glory kills glory kills like you know yeah. the glory kills and you're you're flying all over the environment you're pulling yourself like spider-man but then they kind of forgot to make it fun to play uh this is a game where you constantly want to have a gun in each hand but the game itself doesn't ever want you to have a gun in either hand it's insanely infuriating uh when you have an when, when you when you're shooting enemies and then you have an, uh, an enemy bug that needs to be flipped over in order to oh, God. even, co- even yeah. to even cause damage so you have to put one of your guns away you have to equip magic right wind to kind of burst it uh to flip it over and then you got to grab your other gun and then you got to start shooting at it right with both hands i'm like all right you know here and there that's fine but then you know you get you get further into the game and you're you're getting used to the hooks and you're getting used to shooting while swinging around and then you'll be in the middle of a level and you won't be able to activate your hooks and be like what the hell's going on yeah right uh or you'll you'll try to shoot one of your guns and nothing will happen and it's because 
there's some kind of arachnid that's shooting webs at you, which is to this, it's been happening for hours and I still don't know what enemy it is. And I still don't know what, what the web, what the web looks like. So but I don't notice it. Yeah. Right. And so, so it's not something like you, until you try to shoot or, or activate your hooks, it's not something that you're thinking of or even, or even know that that's happened to you. And then you look down and you see like that you've got like these yellow grid type things on your hands. So then they're calling them webs. And so then you have to unequip your weapons and you have to grab the web off of each hand and then re-equip your weapons. And two seconds later, boom, you've gotten, you've gotten hit with them again. And it's this constant equipping and unequipping your weapons that is driving me up the fucking wall that like just makes it absolutely no fun to play. And I mean, not that it was like super fun to begin with because dude, the appeal in a roguelite is being like between each run, you're leveling up your character. And, and, and to me, that's usually cool because like, okay, I, I've leveled up my character. I can't wait to see how I perform the next time. But the only thing I'm enjoying is leveling up my character. I, it's I'm not excited about going out and doing another run and seeing how I perform the next time because I don't think the gameplay loop is all that much fun. Uh, I just I think I, the, I think the game I think that the fight combat mechanics are decent, so yeah. it's separate. I think there is something good here, but it, it's why we you know and we're saying the same thing of it feeling shallow. Um, something I will just mention on the um like the the webs that stop you. Something else I really struggle with is keeping track of your health. I mean, on the social screen right now, you can't see the HUD. Um, you, you couldn't see it when I was live streaming it because it's it's quite low down. Right. Um, but how many times did you die and not realize that you're about to die? Like, there's no... Oh, frequently, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish that as you were getting low on health, there was, like, red around the screen. I think of the classic Quake and Doom da- games of, <clears throat> you know, taking the damage, like, <laughs> the sense of, like, stuff going on. There is none of that. It's just silent, and then suddenly it will go to black. Um, and so there's no real sense of peril. It's like you play, and then, oh, that's gone. In terms of the guns and multiple, I gave up holding two guns long ago. Um, <laughs> okay. When I beat the boss last, I kid you not, I stuck with the original pistol, and I just kept upgrading it. Really? Uh, yeah, and okay. then and then I did get the plasma gun, the big gun that you charge up, mm-hmm. and I used that a couple of times to shoot, but I just kept upgrading the pistol in the... You're actually in it now on the uh, VT, where you go into the uh, restroom. Um, and we were talking about it, like not knowing how much gold you've got. Um, but they do have some cool functions, like the chainsaw. You pull the little strip on your hand, like that's cool. Although when I use the chainsaw, it doesn't always work, and I'm not sure about it. Um, you have the special with the blades, which is you just absolutely wreck the room. Um, and you get these abilities. You get fire, wind, as you mentioned, and um, ice. Oh, ice, yeah. yeah. Um, which um, sometimes don't work that great. Um, yeah. it, it doesn't seem to like project it fully. So, yeah, I'm, again, the question of am I having fun? The answer is um, I really wasn't at first. When I did my Let's Play and I was getting into really pushing against it, I was like, no, this is cool when you play a lot faster. But <laughs> the, 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 the progression, sort of the grind of a roguelike it feels completely not disjointed it just doesn't feel 
there doesn't feel like a grind you, there's clearly a grind that you're doing you're trying to upgrade your character and you do it in a room at the side where you get these um we were talking the first question i asked brian was about these gold boxes there's like two in each room and you destroy them they don't destroy they just completely uh disappear and then you go to your lab and then you have to like make them and stuff like that which is like a kind of a cool thing um but it's there's no real sense of that's the thing i want to grind for next there's no sense of that in this yeah. in this roguelike. Um, no. I, got, I, I will be, between every yeah. round, it's like, well, what can I upgrade? I'll just upgrade it because I'm trying to unlock the next screen. Right, right. It's like, oh, the next screen of upgrades won't unlock until you've done ten upgrades total. Next screen won't unlock until you've done twenty upgrades total. And so you're just like, I'll just upgrade whatever the fuck I can upgrade. Um, I definitely don't feel like I'm grinding for anything. I'm just upgrading whatever. And yeah, I think at first it was kind of fun. Uh, the the whole upgrade screen, it's like this laboratory where you're like got all these different ingredients and you're putting them into these vials and then you're, you know, you know, crushing them to make dust or you're putting them all in the um, what's the spinny thing that spins blood centrifuge. Right. And then and, and then you're creating the upgrade and it's like they're trying to make the upgrade system VRAF. But man, after you do like five or six of them, you're like, this is this is needlessly complicated at this point. And it's not really fun to do. Mm. Um so this is, dude, listen, I love Joyway, right? I love their Doom-inspired, you know, ideas here where they're like, hey, you know, like they made Stride because because people said they wanted Mirror's Edge in VR. And so yeah. they gave us, you know, Mirror's Edge to some degree. Uh, and I actually really liked Stride, even even like the, the, the really basic thing that we got on PSVR 1, right, where it was just like kind of like this endless runner thing. Um, you know, with a few different modes. Uh, That's before, you know, we even found out that we were getting screwed on Stride Fates. Um, so I really hope that Joyway brings Stride Fates or Stride over to PSVR 2 because I think they do, you know, they do have great ideas. This to me just didn't come together very well. And I, you know, the, you, it just kind of proves that you can do a bunch of cool things, but still not nail the formula that makes shit fun. And yeah, that's, it's that's like the number one it, thing in a game. It, it's, they it's went for rogue, they, but yeah, and they went they went for rogue like, and it's just it just feels like I don't know they didn't they haven't fully grasped how to to make that work um, well. Uh, two things on my mind uh, watching the footage: mm -hmm. one, um, playing it, and once you get the hang of the hooks. By the way, do you use both hooks? I always use just one. Uh, I'm always. I, it depends. Uh, it, it does depend. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can use both. But um, using the hooks and going around. And this might seem hyperbolic, and maybe I am being unreasonable saying this. It genuinely made me think, oh, wow, Spider-Man VR is totally possible. And yeah. it's not that I never thought it was not... It was not that I thought it was impossible before, but the fact you were moving around and swinging on these chain hooks, I was like, at this speed, I was like, oh, okay. No, I could actually see Spider-Man VR working. Like, So I definitely definitely made me feel that, because the the, the movement in this is wicked. Like you feel good moving around, it's really easy to control. Um, the second thing, completely uh, different point, you'll see on this video. Um, there's a thing that keeps grabbing the face. These face huggers, parasites. I have screamed yeah. so much with that. Um, they missed a trick not having um, headset rumble when they grab your face, but they just always get you from behind, and it's just like they're irritating. That's what they're meant to be there for. But man, they're hideous, man. I. It's yeah. super irritating. They don't they don't scare me. They don't surprise me. But they are fucking irritating as hell. And I don't. And, I, and again, I saw Shen Miyazo in the chat saying, "Hey, you know, you don't have to like holster the weapon." They're like, "Yeah, you just 
click the trigger or click the grip and they disappear and go, go into your holster. Um, and I'm doing that constantly, constantly. And again, this is just one more thing that the game is like, oh uh, no, we don't want you to have a, a weapon in your hand. We want you to constantly be holstering these things. And then, cause you got to rip the thing off of your face. And it's just like, God damn. It's like, you know what? Maybe, 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 maybe there are people out there that enjoy this kind of thing, but I am not one of them. Um, and yeah, I, know I said that was, I wish I wish the AI and I wish that the you know the haptics in the headset. I wish it, I wish these were things that like really pissed me off about the game. You know, I wish those were my main concerns. But yeah, man, yeah, sure. I, everything else is a much bigger concern for me. The I know I said I wasn't going to mention it, hence mentioning it earlier, but I will in the context you were talking about holstering the, yeah. the 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 hybrid trigger thing. So there's there's an ability in here that when they're in the glory kill state, they're flashing. You can rip them apart. It tells you that in the tutorial. I've never done that. Why would, why you? would you do? Yeah. Why would you? Because you just pull yourself in the hook. It's quicker. And if you're using what I use, which uh, is so I'm not having to hold the gun the whole time because you don't want to be swinging around and dropping your gun everywhere. Um, it does mean that when you grab them, you're then shaking them off. You're trying to you <laughs> click the grip button to throw them off and get rid of it. Um, so I do wish there was hybrid grip stuff. So, yeah. Um, I feel like there's a better way of doing the weapons holstering because it's like one on each is just not practical. It's like there needs to be a switch between the two. So, um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know how to rate this. I am having fun with it currently, but as I'm having fun with it, I'm very aware of the flaws and the flaws are things that I know are going to wear thin on me very quickly because I've, I've done about three to four hours of this game. Um, and uh, to be honest, I'm surprised considering I was playing just the first zone area again and again that I've stuck at it um, as much as I have. So I don't know. Well, it's not it's not a bad game. It's just that um, the, the great gaming mechanics. There's a lot of good stuff there, but um, it's the it's the roguelite. It's like the what is the objective? The, the the sense of progression just um, doesn't feel quite right. Yeah, this may be the first game I review without having completed, uh, and this is and this is why I brought up the um, the concept of these mini reviews, these kind of like more impressions, something that doesn't get scored with a number. You know, I don't I don't, I don't want to be like, oh, Dead Hooks a five point five. I just want to give it a thumbs up, thumbs down, or maybe thumbs in the middle. You know, like um, it's because. And just and, and explain to people why I didn't why I didn't finish or why I didn't think I needed to finish. You know, like what were the things that kept me from enjoying the game? Um, and so, I, so I, this might be the first one uh, that I do. I'm gonna give it. I'm, I'm gonna play it one more time uh, after I talk to you about how to beat that boss and uh, and see if I can get further. the The frame rate issue that I mentioned earlier has only happened once. But man, it did not go away, and it ruined probably the best run that I had. It was during the very last bit of I think this play, this play session, not this run, um, and it just tanked, man. It tanked. It was running at like twenty five FPS. It would have made anybody else sick, uh, not anybody else sick, you know, anybody who's susceptible to it. Um, and uh, and I was just really surprised because you know, it, it frame rate stutters here and there, but it certainly hasn't been an issue. Um, and uh, and it happening once. In the course of six hours, I don't consider a serious bug. So we'll see if it happens again. Um, but anyway, uh, I wish I, dude, I was excited about this game, and I'm really sad to have to be like, eh. it's, it's it's kind of a pass. I feel like this would have been great years ago. Uh, we would have been way more excited about this, you know, three or four years ago. 
Well, speaking of roguelites, Brian, something that launched today, I totally forgot it was happening today, four hours ago, uh, Barbaria. Uh, their roguelite update is now live. Oh, uh, it's called Caverns of <laughs> Caverns of the Unknown. Battle through procedurally generated caverns in this new roguelike area to earn new resources, items, and climb that weekly leaderboard. Um, Damn, I fucking love Barbaria, and I am gonna have to go back into it to uh, play it. But um, yeah, well, strange decision, man. Like, uh, oh mean, yeah, for I sure. Don't, I don't know if the devs devs are aware of the onslaught of uh, roguelites that we've gotten on 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 PSVR two, and then thus PC VR and Quest. Um, I, I don't know. If, uh, I don't know if adding a roguelite mode is a way to generate interest into your game. I think if anything, it's like people who are already sort of not sure are going to be like, eh, definitely not interested in the new content. <laughs> I mean. I'm I'm excited. I mean, it's, it's I think it's still one of the best battle system in terms of like battlefields. Um, yeah, you know, um, and and actually, I would put it up there. Uh, we I think Legendary Tales and Barbaria do. It, they ha they have different feels. Um, Barbaria is much more cartoony and much more power fantasy, as Legendary Tales is much more like gritty and sort of some kind of realism i say that as you're fighting like skeletons and shit but um yeah they they, they both are, are really really good so yeah um, yeah i'll check this out because barbarian is fucking great and so i'm sure they've got their own spin on that's it on the roguelite mechanic uh over in the chat we've got jpeg q with the five dollar tip says kudos for keeping it both humble and real brian thank you so much man um I don't know. I don't know if I have, I'm capable of. I don't know. You know what? Let's not talk about it. Um, <laughs> macho, 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 the real estate procrastinating game cat with the $5 tip says, don't forget your game award show was fucking impeccable. Starting off with banger vid shows like that. All 2024. You can't fucking miss. Just keep up the quality, bro. Thank you. Do my best. Man, I got an episode of PSVR this week out this weekend. I haven't even started scripting that. Uh, this week uh dude, the work is starting to pile up and the review keys keep coming in so like the, it's just it seems like i'm drowning um but it's all part of it man there were like two years where like we had almost nothing to play so having too much to play is certainly not something i'm going to complain about other than how i just complained about it mm -hmm. so. uh miles you ready to play a game of 20 questions before we call it a night yeah dude let's do it Awesome. You guys know how you, this works. You've come up with a... you got the game? I do. I All do right, GameCats, I need your help. That's right. Miles only has six minutes and 20 yes or no questions to figure out what game I'm thinking of. So make uh, sure you offer him good suggestions and suggest good questions for him to ask. Uh, Six-minute clock coming up right now. On your mark. Get Des. Go. Does it have multiplayer? No. No multiplayer? Not in any traditional uh, sense, no. Okay. Is it on PSVR 2? Yes. Is it on PSVR? No. Okay. Um, are you... Pro is, 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 is shooting a weapon um, a, a predominant mechanic in the game? Yes. Yeah. And is the aesthetic... Have they gone for realism? No, that's five. Not realism. Okay, so no multiplayer PSVR two game shooting is predominant, but not gone for realism. Um, is there is there melee combat in it? 
and other than doing a like hitting them with the butt of your gun kind of thing like is there punching on using melee weapons no no okay um did it come out this year 2024 yeah no didn't okay that's a 2023 game uh and would you regard it as a good game? Uh, good, but good. not. I wouldn't not say exceptional. Like very good. I say average. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is it a, is it a roguelike? Uh, yes. And is there full locomotion? No, that's ten. Um, are you traveling backwards in this game? Traveling backwards. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and are enemies light on vehicles? Yes. Enemies are on vehicles. Um, the show's already um, long enough, Miles. Come on, yeah. <laughs> <Let's do this. laughs> is is it Gazler's? Indeed, it is Gazler's. Cool. Um, suggestion from our own Jim Perona. Um, man, I have I haven't been back into this since the updates. There's been yeah, so many as, updates, and I, and I want to. I was going for the the the, the plat, but um, you had to beat all the bosses on the on the turbo mode yeah 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 um but it requires some very I, specific I, circumstances yeah yeah and i struggled with the end boss on the regular mode so i genuinely don't know um but i had a really good time with gazlers um i, I, I know you um all right frustrations yeah. with it, which is fair enough yeah. yeah i mean dude it kept me coming back i'll say that like i mean like yeah. every you know every time people are like where's brian like, oh he's fucking three more hours in gazlers you know so <laughs> Yep. Um, so I didn't. I, I don't think I gave it a great review, but I, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with the updates. Um, all right, you guys. Uh, that it is about time to wrap this sucker up. Uh, thank you, Miles, for being here. Everybody, make sure you subscribe to Miles at YouTube.com/slash Miles. Uh, the links for everything that you might need are is in the description below. Uh, come join our Discord. Uh, we've got uh, all sorts of multiplayer stuff happening. We've got. Um, Breachers Sunday. <laughs> it took me a second. Yeah, man. Uh, Sunday, the Sunday, the multiplayer game is Breachers, two p.m. Eastern. So make sure you come join us for that. Um, and also, can I just say after can. this show, yeah. um, even though it's like almost one a.m., I'm jumping into Legendary Galaxy Tales. Cart. <laughs> Galaxy Cart will have to come see. I'm going to play some Legendary Tales. I'm going to host a server that's going to be open. So if anyone okay. wants to jump in, say hey. Um, everyone's welcome. Nice. Uh, so that's it. Yeah, let's move this along. We got um, thank you to everybody who helps the channel run. We got um, all the amazing moderators. We got uh, Ride Pop who helps uploads this podcast services. Rody, the Game Cat Army General, uh, who does timestamps now. Everybody who supports the channel financially over on patreon.com slash without pro games by being a member here, by tipping here. Uh, everyone who hangs out during the chat, everyone who sits back, watches the show, doesn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there and we love you just as much. Happy Friday, Miles. Happy Friday, Brian. Happy Friday, Game Cats. Have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you soon.
Let's go. Miles, there's no way we would let this show end without a clip of the week. And I feel like the clip, clip of the week, of the week. is super duper week. topical. Uh, you, ready it, to, yeah, oh. you ready to see this shit? This is, uh, this is Andrew Ehrenreich playing Legendary Tales. Let's check this Legendary out. Tales, oh my god. Oh, I know that guy. <laughs> oh, that's creepy. Dude, that shit's straight out of the ring. <laughs> like, I know, I love it. Stars going up the wall, coming right? out of a well. Dude, that's amazing. Dude, one of the one of the many things. I mean, I, how many? I don't have forty something hours in this game, and I've never once seen this. This is this is what I was freaking out about. It was like, oh, major patch right before launch. Oh, please don't break the game. And like, I've I've never seen that. But that is scary as hell. Uh, I don't blame Andrew for noping out on that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys, uh, don't forget to come join the Discord. We love you so much. Have a great weekend. We love you.